Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. They beat us in every analytical category possible. And if we don't commit to the margins, no matter how hard we play, we're not going to win. And so they got more threes up. They got more shots up. They got more free throws. They got more offensive rebounds. And we, they turned it over less. So you can play as hard as you want. You're not going to win with that. So that was Joe Missoula on Friday night after the Nets loss. And honestly, it's the first time I listened to Joe Missoula and didn't think we were getting fake tough guy, short with all the reporters, jumping down people's throats, playing in his weirdo pickup game before the game, throwing <laughs> around the other coaches like – it's honestly the first time I was like, oh, these are his real philosophies. This is how Joe Missoula really feels, or at least how the organization feels and the plan that he is in place to carry out. And it's Adam Jones alongside Megan Adelini and Christian Arcan. Jones and Mego with Arcan here on WEEI with all your phone calls, 617-779-7937. Mego, you keep going back to the Celtics and their reliance on threes. And I think Missoula... Just went all in on this on Friday night. Listen to listen to Joe Missoula after they blow this giant lead against the Nets. He's basically like, oh, okay, well, you know, it's just a one-off. It's just a one-off. It's not a big deal. Uh, he mentions the or, or hones in on one category that was the big difference in his mind between Boston and Brooklyn on Friday. It's funny you say that. I actually was more nervous at the beginning of the game because we shot less threes and they were shooting more. It's and so fewer. they were two for 11. And we were only, I think it was maybe three for six. three for six. So I was actually worried because we were scoring, but it wasn't because we were making shots. It was because we were getting layups. And they are a very analytically sound team. And so I knew the tide was going to shift because they were going to continue to shoot threes. And if we didn't play at a level of shooting threes and getting offensive rebounds and taking care of the ball, that that was going to cost us. Um, so that's what I was thinking um, as we were winning was, you know, we're getting a lot of easy twos. They're missing. They were... Six for 21 from three at one point. Um, and credit to them, they kept shooting. And then they kept getting offensive rebound, and they got to the free throw line and turned it over less. So in that stretch in the second quarter where we started to turn it over, the shot, the shot differential was the same. And then they started to get more shots, get more shots, and we had empty possession, empty possession. So he makes sure to note other stats, right? Turnovers, offensive rebounds, Which blah, I blah, blah. Which I think might be the bigger problem with this team still. Sure. I mean, look, I, I thought last night Mitchell Robinson gave him some problems grabbing offensive rebounds, and their turnovers can be brutal. Marcus Smart had more turnovers than assists again last night for your starting point guard. I think it was five turnovers to four assists. He also had six cause turnovers, so that's nice. Oh, nice. 
He, uh, little he also fouled out. I was going to say, I wouldn't. Uh, okay, in double overtime. I wouldn't champion their defense all that much, especially his last night, but I didn't. I did not realize that stat. So, okay, so Joe Mazzula makes a point to shoehorn in other stats, but he gets asked directly, or maybe he just volunteers this. I forget where he goes. But what what's the most important stat in basketball? Ask yourself that. And think about it while Joe Mazzula answers that you question. You mentioned that this, obviously not necessarily exactly this scenario, but this happens a lot more in the NBA now with the amount of threes that are shot. You know, see big leads. Yeah, that's a, a that's a huge thing. It's hard to cut you off, but you're yeah. right. Like a team that plays that fast and a team that shoots that many threes, if you relax even for six possessions, that, that could potentially be 12 points. That could be 15 points. And so I think with the rate, at, and I know you guys all think it's funny, but the three-point attempt rate is the most important stat in the game of basketball because of the pace of play, because of the shot selection, and because of the ability to go on runs. And so when you get out shot by 14 threes, that the potential points there are crucial because uh, it gives you way more shots and it gives you more opportunities. And so to me, I'm not really that surprised or worked up about it because a 24-point lead in the first half in the, today's NBA with the way offenses are means almost nothing. Well, and, and I was th- th- sorry. Th- I I, you no, it's fine. Okay, so that that last part to me is mind-boggling. No, like, man, it's cool. 24-point <laughs> uh, uh, blown lead. I mean, that means nothing. What? It's it's one of the largest blown leads in the NBA in the last 25 yeah. years. And it was 28, yeah, not 24. It was so. the biggest this year. It was the biggest this year. So right, he's downplaying the number on top of it, but it's like okay. Put that to the side. He keeps trying to explain it as a one-off against the Nets, and then they turn around and do it again against the Knicks. They almost did it the game before against Cleveland. It's a problem. The three-point attempted, uh, the three-point attempts, rather, the three-point differential, the three-point rate, those are the most important stats in basketball. Like I, I, I've watched basketball for a long time. Mego, I know you're a, a, a Hoops fan as well. I, that's not one that I typically go right to in the box score and go, oh, okay, you shot more threes, you probably won the game. It's like very, it's very analytics driven. That's that's not how I would choose to think about the game or focus on the game. And he's sitting there going, "We're up huge, but we're not taking enough threes. But that's what I'm saying. That's, Pump in a that's few more the twos. philosophy, right? So when you ask what is the identity of the team this year, that's why I said it feels like you're living and dying by the three. And I think so that's a like really that? no. I think that's a really hard way. And maybe it works. Like maybe that is what works this year, and they get the championship that way. I just think it's a really hard way to play, especially when you have young players and you have players like Jason Tatum, who's your best player, and he's talking about getting stuck in his head and like not being able to get out of it for two, three possessions at a time, and how it's putting him in a funk. Like if you're gonna live and die by like behind the arc, I think that you have to address those sides of it. Do we do we like the way they're playing these days, Arkan? Just just take more threes than the other team and you'll probably win? No, and I hate the way he sort of framed that too because last year the Celtics were the best defensive three-point team in the league and they defended the perimeter better than anybody and now the way Missoula talks about it, it's, well, other teams are just going to hit threes on us and there's nothing we can do about it so we have to shoot a million more threes. That's it's like, true. He what happened like to stopping like them? Like it's <laughs> happening in a vacuum. Yeah. He, he talks about it a little bit like it's Fourier's shooting contest tomorrow <laughs> and it's just about like make or miss. You I know? mean, the whole thing bothers me on Friday night and I don't know if that's Joe Missoula's philosophy and like he's just on board with the organizational philosophy and that's why ultimately he got the job over someone like Damon Stoudemire who you know played in the league and was on Udoka's staff last year and like you know I- I'd imagine doesn't okay, I know- don't know but I'd imagine doesn't have quite the same analytical bent what well you answered it there 
Stoudemire was close to Ime. Okay. And I think they were trying to create separation there. Well, I don't, and I don't, Joe is a Brad guy. I don't care about any of that. I, yeah, I, but that's, I, I mean, I'm not saying that he's not qualified, but I'm, I think that was a big calculation. But I'm just it? saying I want the best coach. And I don't just need somebody who's going to carry out Brad's philosophy on three-point shooting. So does Joe Missoula have the same view as Brad Stevens? Or is Joe Missoula carrying out Brad Stevens's view? Or, you know... Austin Ainge's view or Mike Zarin's view or whomever, like, is that all he's doing? Maybe. I mean, maybe he's a baseball manager and that's all it is. But I I wonder, I look at it and go, did they, did they bring in the right guy who was already on staff? Well, to further the question, do his players agree with this point of view? Because Jalen Brown has yeah. already said, does we're not. taking way too many threes. So that right there, that's your, you know, one of your star and guys going, I don't think this is working, Jaylen, coach. No, part of, part Jaylen of that, doesn't. Part of that also makes me wonder about Jalen because Jalen knows that he's really good when he's running downhill, when he's playing physical basketball. That's where he most of the time is at his strongest, in my opinion, and he's developed that part of his game really well. So how does it feel for him when Missoula is saying, yeah, you know, we're being productive, but we're only getting these easy layups? It's like, I don't know, man. Sometimes I watch this team and the layups don't look so easy. At the rim. Yeah. Like, the finish at the rim isn't always a sure thing. And Jalen is the one who I think has stepped up in that way a lot. Ask yourself this. They took the interim tag off Missoula, and they've gone three and three since. Is that a coincidence? Yes. You think so? I do think so. I, I think know. you. I think you Guy, run into the guys had an opportunity played, to let their foot off the accelerator at the All Star break, and Joe Missoula maybe gets too comfortable, or I don't know what. But I, I, I look at it and go, it's more evidence they did that prematurely. I feel like they've played a couple of strong teams and they haven't necessarily gotten up or had the right strategy for taking those teams on. And, you know, I, I have already put a lot of the responsibility there on Missoula, but I don't think that it's because he got the interim tag taken off. Is that a coincidence, 3-3, three and three, after they remove the interim tag? Arkan? I would say uh, no, it isn't, but I also think that Joe Missoula has been the same kind of defensive guy that's not great at the end of games and not good with timeouts that he's been this entire year. I don't really feel like anything's changed in that regard. I think the all-star break had more to do with the it. The timeouts were as bad as anything last night. Timeouts were a mess again. Uh, Neil is on the road. He has a problem with Joe Missoula. Go ahead, Neil. Uh Thanks, guys. Uh, great show. Um, it is. Here's my confusion. <laughs> Real humble brag. Um, Here's my confusion, Not right? His rotations. You have, you don't, not that it's a big deal. You don't play Cornette last night at all. When you have a good matchup with uh, Mitchell, the big guy, you have him. He, he, I don't understand what he's doing overall. Well, the Grant Williams thing is mind-boggling. Matchups. Grant Williams did not play. Now, what game was it? Cleveland. Was it? The Cleveland game. Thank Cleveland you. Cleveland game. Did not play against Because you're not going to see him tonight because matchups. I'd imagine it will, we'll see how much Grant Williams plays. It all goes back to there's something off. Tatum's buy-in. You know, Joe Missoula's philosophy. Grant Williams getting benched. Jalen Brown disagreeing with Joe Missoula's philosophy. There's something a little off there. And the Grant Williams thing was mind-boggling last week. That'd be my big critique with his rotations. I would say it's very curious. Matchups. Very curious. Yeah. I mean... Grant talked about it over the weekend or maybe late last week and basically said it had something to do with his off-court focus. Do you see these skeptical eyes I'm giving? Yeah. Hmm. Well, what do, you, what, what do you know? I'm just saying it's very curious. So what do you know? Do you I'm know something? Mego know, Mego knows stuff. As we learned last week, Mego, Mego got her antenna up about Bill mm-hmm. not being at the Combine, and Bill was not at the Combine. Her, your antenna's up? Is that what you're telling me? Antenna's up on Grant Williams? Curious. I'll just wait for Keith to report on it. I'm sure he's got something <laughs> in the good. works. Tune in at 6.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.